Sorry if I look so tired. I got no sleep last night. I was up all night wondering where the sun was. And then it dawned on me. Hi there, my name's James. And thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. I'm a happily married father of three and I live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I started this podcast because I want to create an online community that supports parents, specifically men and specifically dads who, like me, sometimes struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow this podcast or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. In this podcast, I'm going to tell you 21 pieces of advice that your dad may or may not have told you that you should do your best to never forget and hopefully pass on to your children. You've heard the term always dress for the job you want. This advice is always dress for the weather you have. It may not be fashionable, it may not be sexy, but sometimes, especially if you're working outside or if you're going out for the night, make sure you dress appropriately. There's nothing worse than being outside on a night out and being cold. And if you're working outside all day and you're wet within the first hour, your day is going to be utterly miserable. And also you're going to be pretty inactive at work. There's no such thing as bad weather, there's just bad clothes choices. Tip number two, be that friend that people can lean on. There's a saying that people never remember what you did or what you said, but they always remember how you made them feel. If you can be that friend that someone feels they can ring you in the middle of the night when the world is falling apart, that is a good thing to be. And also, cynically, you never know when you might need their help as well. You never know what might be going on in someone's life. The person in front of you who's smiling and laughing might be working incredibly hard just to stay in the room. That's why being kind and someone that other people know I can really rely on, James, is a really good thing to be. To be honest, my children growing up to be kind adults is the one thing I would want more than anything else. Tip number three, everything you say has a consequence. Your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, and your actions become your reality. If you can train yourself to just pause when you feel hurt or upset or angered and just remind yourself, once it's out there and said, you can't take it back. And if you say something really upsetting and painful, people will remember that forever. Tip number four, don't get robbed. Obviously, this isn't always the easiest thing to do. And a lot of the people that get mugged or robbed, I don't know, I'm laughing, it's not funny at all. I don't know, it's often just sometimes you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. But there are things you can do. If you get a bit of a sixth sense that you're in the wrong place, or if someone's following you, or someone's a bit too close to you, and you can do something about it, if you have an exit strategy, take the exit strategy. If you're walking home, make sure you don't walk home alone. Make sure you're not walking alone in a dimly lit area. Make sure that someone knows where you're going. Make sure you've got someone who's expecting you to arrive somewhere that might be waiting for your text message to say you got home safely. The sort of scumbag people that rob and mug people are opportunist. They're waiting to separate one person from the herd and attack them. If you can make sure you stay with the herd, by that I mean stay in a group of people, there's strength in numbers. Tip number five, if you don't ask, you don't get. If you don't ask for the pay rise you think you deserve, you won't get one. If you don't ask out that boy or girl that you fancied for years, then there's no chance they'll go out with you. If you never ask that high-powered person who's doing a job you want to mentor you or even to give you some feedback, well, they never will then. What helps me get through life is the understanding and the genuine belief that most people are caring and loving people. If I can help someone, if I have a skill set or experience and someone else asks for my help, then nine times out of ten I will do that. If I can pass on some knowledge that stops someone having to go through a problem I went through, then I will. And I imagine that goes for most people. Tip number six, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. If you're not happy at work and you never speak up, 
You never tell the boss that you're upset or you're not happy with your workload or you're getting bullied. Then no one can help you. If you're not happy in your relationship, but you never tell your partner, you just sort of passively, aggressively go along with it. Well, it's never going to change. Okay, confronting someone or even telling them the truth might create a moment of rupture, but then it might clear the air. It might give your partner a better insight into how you're feeling and then provide you both with an opportunity to repair whatever problems are in the relationship so it's better. Tip number seven dress for the job you want not the job you have probably quite unfairly first impressions tend to stick i think you're always better off being overdressed than underdressed wear the tie wear the suit it's better to be the smartest person in the room than the scruffiest person in the room if you turn up to a job looking the part then you've done half the work already if you turn up to a date looking like the sort of person they want then you've done half the work already i don't ever think you can be too smart i've never looked at someone who looks well presented think Oh, they're too smart for this. Tip number eight, happiness is a choice. Obviously, I'm not making light of physical or mental health issues, but there are some things in life we can't do anything about. Some things you can't control, but what you can control is how you view them. If you can look at the challenges you face in life as adventures, as an opportunity to learn something new, as a way to learn a new skill, that will probably help. Tip number nine, put 100% of effort into whatever it is you want with no safety net. People can't multitask. Achieving success in any area is hard enough. It's much harder if you're splitting your energy and attention between a number of different projects. It's an easy thing to say, but I don't know if having a plan B is such a great idea. Maybe just triple down on plan A. That's not to say that I'm not saying don't be versatile. If things aren't working with plan A, then maybe have to rethink plan A, but it's still plan A. If you're trying to write an email while also eating a bowl of cereal, well, you're not going to do either of them very well. Do one job, move on to the next task. The ex-coach of the Irish rugby team, Joe Smith, once famously said, win the moment in front of you, or something along those lines. I take that to mean just focus on what is in front of you. Focus on the next job. If you're on step one, you can't focus on step three until you've done step two. Do step two, then focus on three, then four, then five. That's the way to succeed. When I've run marathons in the past, I never think about mile 26 when I'm on mile five. I think about mile five until it stops mile five and then i think about mile six and tip number 10 no one owes you anything when the best bits of advice i was given when i was trying to set up this podcast or when i was trying to write my book is that no one cares about me no one cares about my story the minute that sank in i realized actually if this book is going to be successful and there's no guarantees that it will it needs to provide someone with something it has to provide interesting and worthwhile information in hopefully an amusing and entertaining way. If it doesn't do that, it doesn't matter how nice and friendly I am, no one's gonna be interested. And instead of wishing it was easier, work hard to make yourself better. Do you really wanna achieve success because someone else did 90% of the work for you? Because I'm pretty sure if that's how you get your success, it's going to seem pretty hollow. Whereas if you've had to work really hard with lots of moments of uncertainty where you maybe doubted yourself or faced unimaginable obstacles and you still succeeded your goal, that's going to feel amazing. Tip number 11, make your bed. I suppose you could say this is a little bit like the advice from Joe Smith. If the first job of the day is making your bed, then make your bed. Do one job, move on to the next one. If you don't make your bed, then you fail to do the first job of the day, which is not going to bode well for the rest of the day. If you can break your day down into 30 manageable tasks and you achieve all those manageable tasks, that's going to do your mental health and your sense of achievement enormous good. Tip number 11, it's easy to be nice. It doesn't cost you anything to smile. It doesn't cost 
cost you anything to open the door to someone. It doesn't cost you anything to ask someone how they are or maybe take an interest in their life. But oh my goodness, the rewards can be enormous. Remember, people don't remember what you said or what you did, but they always remember how you made them feel. Tip number 13, hard work trumps talents and intelligence. Talent and intelligence is pretty overrated, whereas hard work and consistency will always get you where you want to go. If you can be very much, it's not if I succeed, it's when I succeed. A, that takes the pressure off you having to succeed in any particular time frame. And also you just make it complete. It's, it's something that's going to happen. It might not happen this week. It might not happen next year. It might not happen as soon as I want to, but it will happen. As long as I have the mental and physical capabilities to continue on my path, it will happen at some point in the future. Tip number 14, remember people's names. Or if like me, you've got one of those brains that can't, apologize for it. If you go up and say, I'm really, really sorry, I know we've met before, I'm terrible with names, that's okay. People have said that to me loads of times. If anything, it's probably made me like them more. Someone not remembering my name is not a big deal. Human beings like authentic people. I will always forgive someone a mistake if it's a genuine mistake. And if that's someone who I've met once or twice before forgetting my name, that's fine. And actually, their name is more likely to stick in your mind if you had a bit of joke about the first few times when you couldn't remember their name. Tip number 15, work with smart people that you love. Work is about other people. If you don't like or respect or feel safe around the other people you work with, you're not going to enjoy your job. You're probably going to be quite miserable, irrespective of how interesting the job is or how well paid it is. The best jobs I ever had were never the ones that paid the best. They were the ones where I really liked the people I work with. That said, if you can work somewhere where there are a number of people who've got more experience or more confidence or a skill set that you'd like to learn, that's a really good thing. If you're working in a group of five, you want the other four people to be people you can learn something from. Tip number 16, do hard things. I started training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in 2016, a couple of weeks after my 40th birthday, and it still remains to be the most humbling experience of my life. It's considered to be one of the hardest martial arts to attain a black belt in. But as I've heard it said, every time you step on the mats, you're winning. And the key to winning in life is winning on the mats. Turning up, being consistent, being humbled, being beaten, learning how to work things out. Learning how to survive for a five-minute round against a black belt doesn't just teach me how to survive against a black belt. It teaches me how to deal with problems in a methodical and calm way. If you get good and used to doing hard things, then everything else in your life is going to be slightly easier. You might stop losing your temper. You might notice you're the calm one in the room. You might notice you become the calm parent. And doing difficult things just raises your aspirations. Because once you do something you weren't sure you could do, it suddenly just makes you think, well, what else can I do? What else is there? Doing hard or difficult things can be uncomfortable. Having that cold shower, talking to that person you want to talk to, trying that new sport. But if you can take a deep breath and walk through the uncertainty, walk through the uncomfortable feelings, that act in itself will strengthen you. And irrespective of what results you get, there'll be some results. There may not be exactly the results you want, but there'll be some results. And they're much better than results that you wouldn't have got if you were stood on the sidelines watching or maybe critiquing people who were at least trying Tip number 17, there's a big difference between need and want. Getting your head around this can really help your relationship with money. Do you really need that new pair of shoes? Do you really need that new lampshade? Do you really need another ukulele? And from a parenting perspective, if your children are always used to getting whatever they want, then Christmas and their birthdays really aren't going to feel like anything. Whereas that thing you've had to save up for, or you've had to do loads of boring chores to save up the money for, it's those experiences that feel so much richer. Tip number 18, never turn your back on the waves. 
in this instinct, I think it means literally if you're in the sea, don't turn your back if you're in the sea and the waves are quite big. Or I think in this way, you could like it to any threat in the world, whether that be an animal or a person or a vehicle. If you can see the threat, you've got more likely to avoid the threat or tackle the threat or run away from the threat. Tip number 19, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Preparing for the worst case scenario doesn't necessarily mean you have a negative outlook on life. It just means you want to have all bases covered. It just means you want to try and positively influence all the possible variables you can. Tip number 20, work hard, but play hard. If you work and work and work and don't ever rest, then you're basically just going to become less effective and slightly resentful of your job. In the same way that if you don't really work and life's just a bit of a party, then you're probably never really going to get anywhere you want to be. It's all about balance. Do enough work during the week to justify having a good time at the weekend. But you need the weekend. And don't have half of a weekend. Don't be pretending not to work but secretly answering emails to work in the toilet. Have a proper weekend. Turn off the phone. Spend some time with your kids. Work on your own personal projects. Have some fun. Because your brain needs time to not think about work. To switch off. To not be on call. To focus on the actual important stuff which is your friends and your family. And the final tip, tip number 21, start saving early. If you can start saving a little bit of money but very early in your life, it will take care care of you later in your life when i look at my four-year-old son who started jujitsu if all he does is the bare minimum for the rest of his life well then he'll probably be a black bar by the age of 18 if you're saving some money even if that's a pound a week or five pounds a month but you automate it through direct debit so it goes into a savings account that you kind of forget about it then after decades well suddenly that could become a life-changing amount of money And point number 12 that you may have noticed I accidentally missed out. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be yourself. And being yourself is enough. It's actually much more than enough. To succeed the things you want in life, you don't have to be perfect. And in fact, trying to be perfect is not going to help you. As in most things, it's about turning up, learning from your mistakes and being consistent. I really hope you got some of this podcast. And is there a life tip that you learned from your dad that you'd like to share with me? If there is, please put it in the comments below. As I said at the beginning, I created this podcast because I want to set up an online community to support parents, specifically men, and specifically men who often struggle with their mental health. If you'd like to support me, please follow the podcast or follow this YouTube channel. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. In every moment, there's potential drama, like brushing the teeth of an angry llama, but don't worry. Because you're the daddy. Dad Mind Matters. Helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. Are you a dad or non-birthing partner who can give two hours a week to the NCT Parents in Mind project to support others in East Sussex with full accredited training provided? If you are and would like to find out more, please message me via the email in the podcast description.